Kapwepwe is a Zambian author, co-founder of the Zambian Women's History Museum, and queen of the Zambian arts. She's daring, tenacious, and a deep soul that has a love for Zambia and preserving its culture in a way that captures your attention, especially when it seems nobody else seems interested or doesn't know how to do it. In this episode, I dive in with questions about her life and the subject of self-awareness. Don't forget to check out her project, the Museum of Women's History Zambia, on Facebook, and listen to the riveting podcast called Leading Ladies. Enjoy the episode. My first question to you would be, what is self-awareness to you? Mm. <laughs> I think it's about... <clears throat> one, I think it's embedded in so many things. It's about knowing who you are mm-hmm. on many levels. Mm-hmm. As a human being, as a woman, as a black person, as an African. You know, everything that you are, I think you should, you should be in touch with. You should be aware of, and um, you know you should celebrate and you should um, explore, and you should use all the ways that you find from those different things as an anchor to keep you grounded. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then my next question would be, um, how do you make decisions? Do you do do you make decisions by intuition or by logical analysis? <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> I think I'm, I'm more of an intuitive than a, <laughs> an a logical person. <laughs> I think I, I think I use my gut a lot, but also I think it's a mix. I think in some situations that, of course, <laughs> you need to use your logic because they they, they kind of lay themselves out like that. Mm-hmm. But then there's some that um, I think call on your call on your I think in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, your judgment, you know, um, your ethical compass, moral and ethical compass. There's a lot of things that we use when we make a decision about something. Some decisions are simple. They are simply yes or no kind of decisions. And then there are others that are a little more gray area. So you might say, well, what does that mean for today? What will it, what, what will it mean in two years' time? Mm-hmm. Or will that matter at all five years from now? Um, yeah, so different things. How does that impact? How does that impact me? How does that impact the people around me? And how does that impact um, what I'm trying to achieve? As you know, as, as me as a human being. So it's a lot of things. Yeah, um, I, I think I mix. Yeah. And what would you say intuition is? Some people say it's like a gut feeling, a feeling that you get in your belly. Some people say it's more in your heart. How would you describe it for you? I think it's a mixture of things. I think I think it's your heart, it's your gut, it's your mind. It's uh, it's uh, even just sometimes it's even just you know you wake up from a dream and you finally figure out what it is you're supposed to. Do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think it's, I think we have so many um, we have so many um, ways of making decisions, um, and I think sometimes we tend to, to be binary about it when mm-hmm. we don't have to be. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's many ways that we get our information that inform us in terms of making our decisions. So sometimes it's it's um, it's just like a premonition, a gut feeling. Sometimes it's uh, your heart, it's your emotions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's your mind, it's your logic. You know, so it's uh, it's a mix of those. I think it's, I think I think wisdom is knowing when to use which one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that's, I think, the part where a lot of us young people get it muddled. But I guess it only comes with time to know when you do what. That is the, that is the, <laughs> because sometimes, you know, so I, you know, when I think about it now, when I'm in my 50s, there are some things that are so, they look so critical and so important when you're in your 20s. Yeah. And which... You know, now you look at me and think, good Lord, that wasn't even important, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, some things do come with time. Some, and some things um, must, must be made. Some things must be made within that time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, some of the stuff comes with, with time. Some of the stuff must, must be made in time. Mm-hmm. Now, um, May was Mental Health Awareness Month. Are there any practices that you do um, that keep you mentally healthy? that you think that young people should, you know, practice, that don't cost money? What what would you suggest? Yeah, I think one, one thing that doesn't cost uh, money uh, in terms of mental health, which we overlook a lot, is exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, just ex- even if it's just uh, 15 minutes a day or something, exercise, it does help. It does help to keep you in, 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 in I think, in a positive state of mind. Mm-hmm. Simply because of the of the um, of what the body produces when you exercise, it, mm-hmm. it produces a, a feeling of um, a, a much more balanced feeling. If, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's about <clears throat> exercise. It's about what you eat, mm-hmm. when you eat, how you eat. Um, it's about you know doing simple things. You know, if you've got if you've got um, if you've got something that you like to do that that preoccupies your mind intensely, you know, whether it's um, <laughs> knitting or reading or music or something that you really, really, really get into, mm-hmm. get into that even for a little bit of time during the day. I think also when you have um, problems and issues and things like that, um, one of the things that is really, really corrosive for us in our bodies and mentally is to keep uh, anger and grievances and fear and all that stuff held inside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if it means you write them out, you write them on a piece of paper, write them write them down. You know, you can write your way to, 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 to peace if you want. Or you can talk to yourself. You can <laughs> talk it through. Yeah. Talk it through. And the more you talk, yeah, if, if you don't want to say it to someone else, Mm-hmm. Say it aloud to yourself. Even that, even that kind of helps. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of things that you that you can do that you don't have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, being connected to other people, friendship, uh, relationships are really, really part of our mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, a healthy relationship is one of the best um, mental health um, support systems. Yeah, we are we are social animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shouldn't be isolated. We shouldn't be solitary. Mm-hmm. And having even like one really good friend, one good connection that you can make is is, is healthy for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't don't be alone. Don't be alone all the time in your decisions or your feelings or your ideas. Or share them. Yeah. Um, share them with someone. And and. Um, don't kind of just depend on the kind of virtual relationships on Facebook and things like that. Mm. We need the we need the the, the real connections with people um, to, to to stay healthy. So you know, relationships, um, exercise, um, interest. You know, 
um, having an interest in, and, and getting immersed in that um, helps as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, that you can do without having to, you know, um, pay any money or anything. Um, what I what really I think helps me is exercise and also uh, making sure I'm connected to to nature. So when I walk, I walk where there's um, there's a lot of plants and you know and 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 I make sure that even in my in my in my surroundings in my yard there's a lot of flowers and plants and birds and things like that. Yeah, so just to be close to nature. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's there to to help us um, calm down and feel at peace. So there's, you know, there's a lot that you're involved in, especially in Zambia with the Women's Museum. Um, there's quite some books that you've written in Bemba, which I can't seem to find <laughs> here in Germany. I've been looking uh, for them. I can't seem to find them. But my main question about your work is what drives you to do it? And what inspires you to do it? And, and what makes you do it so well? Because you do it so well. Well, thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Inspired? I think, you know, it's back to what I said. I think um, when you have an interest, pursue it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, and be fearless about it. You just do it. It doesn't really matter. For me, it doesn't even kind of matter whether anybody was going to applaud or not, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was, okay, I want to put this down. I want to do this like this. How would this look like, you know? Um, So I've written plays, I've done all that stuff, which... I really haven't had any training for, you know, I didn't really go and get trained to write or write plays or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just decided I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and it's also, um, I think, I think um, I grew up in a house where, where of course, my father was, was a writer as well. So, um, I think I enjoyed watching the process of him actually creating something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeing the book published, I think that for me was really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I've kind of you know, fallen into that track as well. Um, yeah. But also, um, I'm, I'm an artist, and my, and my father encouraged me to be that, um, to express myself as an artist mm-hmm. very much. And so I was lucky, I think, to have a parent who, who recognized that and just said, you know what, if this is what you want to do, go for it, and he encouraged me to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had teachers who kind of said, you know what, you know, pursue your art, pursue your writing, and and I did. I think I'm, I was very lucky that way. So um, I've had encouragement from other people um, mm-hmm. who recognized what what I wanted to do, what I was passionate about, and they and they um, and they encouraged me to do it. I mean, even my the degree that I pursued at, at university was um, psychology because I was interested in, in the mental health issues and and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and and that's what I could. But I was encouraged as well by a, a teacher at school who recognized that I was passionate about about psychology and psychiatry and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've had the encouragement of um, uh, uh, that uh, I was lucky that people recognized that interest, and also then I pursued it. And you have to be, I think, courageous to to pursue what you want to do, and and also just persevere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one thing that you've seen happening, I guess, and that's what part of your work is about, is preserving our Zambian culture, our Zambian heritage, the language, our proverbs, um, our stories. How can more young people get involved in that? How can young Zambians get involved in preserving our culture, basically? 
I'm just I have one last question because we're out of time. Um most mm. of the time and this is a question that came from some of my social media followers because I said that I I asked who they would like me to interview and you were one of the people and I said okay so what do you want me to ask her? And one of the most interesting question mm. was about your head wraps. <laughs> Somebody really really <laughs> loves the head wraps that you wear and they just wanted to find <laughs> out what's under the head wrap and how many different head wraps <laughs> do you have? <laughs> Uh, I can't. I can't count. I mean, <laughs> I think they're such a pile. Um, <laughs> um, under my head is a dreadlock. I have dreadlocks, and uh, <laughs> I think um, um, and 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 uh, my dreadlocks are uh, like nine years old, so they are really long. I can sit. I sit on them mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm not careful. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but it's. it's Okay, and then so your head wraps are all just sourced from everywhere, from the market, Chitenge. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, like all my tailors know, they make me an outfit they have to be a head wrap. much for allowing me to ask you these questions for my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. 
You're most welcome. Thank you very much for you know giving me this privilege. Don't forget, that was the Museum of Women's History on Facebook. Please listen to the podcast called Leading Ladies Zambia. It's a web series that is out now. Listen to it and just find out what was going on from the 17th to 19th centuries of leading ladies in Zambia. It's really, really interesting. Appreciate your support as always. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on whatever major platform you're listening to it on. And follow me on Instagram. That is Twambo, T-W-A-A-M-B-O underscore K for all updates to see what I'm doing in my life. That's where I am most of the time. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Tea Time with Twombo.